Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Day Luna Human Design Podcast. And in this episode, we just wanted to talk a little bit about the human design basics and just have a little bit more of a technical conversation into how human design works and why it works and all the different intricacies of human design and kind of just dive a little bit deeper into the technical side of it for you guys. Yeah. And we're super excited to be talking about this information because we're just so fascinated in how astrology and human design, all of these things work. And we've been studying it so much and having these conversations with each other. So we're just really excited to be sharing this stuff that we find so fascinating. And we're recording today right after a full moon in Sagittarius. And the full moon is just such a time where things are really illuminated and clear and it's kind of intense time right for both of us yeah. I think <laughs> because everything is so full and vibrant and it's all right there at the surface and you can really see where you are and what you've learned and what you've cultivated this month and um so in that energy we're really excited to just be sharing all of this and giving so much gratitude to this information being accessible to us and us being able to learn it and share it with each other. And then also the ability to share it with you guys. Yeah. We've given a lot of gratitude this full moon and it's just always really important to do that. And the full moon's always super intense for me um, as I'm sure it is for a lot of people because it's illuminating so much in your life, but it just feels good to kind of you know, hunker down in my home and to practice self-care and give gratitude and just keep diving into the things that fascinate me, um, which obviously human design is a huge part of that. So yeah, I'm excited to, to go there with you guys and to see what resonates with you and what empowers you. And you can kind of just like, you know, pick and choose from this information and, and bring awareness into parts of your life that maybe you didn't even know you needed awareness in. So yeah, this episode might be a little heady <laughs> or like, you know, uh, <laughs> really technical. Yeah, but it's scientific. Exactly. But that's what I love about human design because I don't, I don't necessarily resonate with things that are super, super kind of just based on um, how people might be feeling. Like, obviously I'm really in touch with yeah. feelings and they're super important, but when it comes to like, things that I really, um, believe in and try to practice in my daily life. Like I like scientific facts and, um, kind of like backup on the information. And I like to know how it works and why it works because then I can explain it to other people. And also I can just kind of have that validation in my life of like, that makes sense. And I, I needed that structure to kind of allow me and give me permission to just like really dive into it. Does that make sense? 
And using using both sides of your brain, you know, your creative side and your analytical side, you're using your spirituality and your intuition and mixing it with like modern science and spiritual science. And it's really cool with human yes. design is it's a it's a big mixture of both. It is spirituality and it is science. And those things are not opposing. They are supporting each other. Human design basically just to recap, I know we touched on it a little bit in the first episode, but human design was um, discovered in 1987 by Ra Aruhu. He was a, a man who he went to Ibiza and he went into an eight day meditation. So there were two things that happened during this time. He went into this eight day meditation and he downloaded all of this information about human design and what it is and why, why we're ready for it and, you know, who we are as human beings and why knowing this information is so important. And during that eight day span, um, another huge significant event happened where a supernova occurred and it blasted the planet with three times the amount of normal neutrinos and subatomic information for 14 minutes. So at all times we're receiving this subatomic, like, uh, dark energy, light energy that we can't see, but it's going through us and passing through us at all times. We're receiving like 3 trillion neutrinos every second. Um, but at this time during his eight day meditation for 14 minutes, the whole planet received three times the normal amount of neutrinos because of the supernova. So so crazy. That played a huge part, yeah, into this download for him. And human design and what he downloaded basically combines a lot of different ancient methodologies and and teachings all into one. So human design, you know, believes that the sum is greater than its parts. So it brings in all of these different parts like astrology and the I Ching and the chakra system and the Kabbalah tree of life. And it also brings in quantum mechanics and astronomy and genetics and biochemistry. And it combines all of those things to create um, an overview of how our energetic bodies operate in the world. Because we know that all things are energy. We know that, you know, 99.9% of an atom is nothing. And it's basically neutrinos. And that's what's passing through us and what we're passing through at all times. And we'll get into neutrinos in just a little bit, but we know that everything is energy, whether it's a table, whether it's a plant or yourself, or just really any and everything that we interact with, it's just all energy. So knowing how your energy, like what comprises your body, your energy, this physical plane that you're in and how your presence affects other people is just like it's like uh, this key of like just mm -hmm. massive awareness of how to operate it. Like technically like a machine, like how to operate your energy and how to have the least resistance, how to know how to drive your car instead of just like getting into a car and just like, okay, I'm here and just going for it. It's like, no, how, how do I drive my car? And once you learn that, it's like you're cruising down the PCH and you're just like free. You're totally free. Mm -hmm. 
when you do know how to drive your car, it's like everything else falls into place. Like your life purpose, the way that you live it, um, your ability to connect with people and to manifest things into your life that you want and that you desire. Like the path becomes clear just by knowing those like energetic mechanics. Like the inner workings of energy. It's it's fascinating. It just creates so much ease and flow because you know how it's working instead of just guessing and like saying like, oh, well, I always kind of felt this and I always kind of like, you know, this always did bring me a little bit least resistance or I I always wanted to do this, but I thought that I couldn't. Like instead of feeling that, like it's so validating to say, yes, like this is how your energy works. Lean into that. Like you can keep doing that. You can keep doing this. Like you just have awareness And it's just so easy. It's like, you always knew it, but once somebody tells you like, this is how you can use your energy. It's like, oh, I always knew that I wanted to do that, but I thought I couldn't. And then you're so validated and you're like, okay, well now I know what to do. And I'm just going to drive my car. Like I'm just going to operate. Back to the energy and neutrinos and how that all works basically and, and bringing in astrology with that neutrinos are considered like the cosmic messengers or like the breath of the stars because there's more neutrinos than anything else in the universe. Like it's basically what everything is. And so they're passing through all of space, all of everything at all times, and they're passing through the planets. So for us born on earth and when we're born, the moment that you're born, all of those neutrinos are pouring into your being and they're passing through all of the planets in our solar system. And they're picking up information, a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of information from the planets in our solar system. And so that's why our solar system and our planets around earth affect us so much. And that's why like the sun, it's, you know, the biggest planet closest to earth. And that's why the sun really affects us. It's sending out the most neutrinos to us. This are coming straight from the sun. It's sending out that like pure life force energy. And that is what neutrinos are. It's one and the same. Yeah. And that's because it's so big. Like the neutrinos are passing through such a big mass and it's picking up so much information that's then affecting and pouring into your energy. Right. So that's like important to understand. So when people are saying, you know, astrology and, um, you know, the planets really affect you and all this stuff, like it's true because on a scientific level, the neutrinos, which are proven by science to exist and to move through matter effortlessly, but to pick up a tiny bit of information from every single thing that it moves through, those neutrinos are passing through those huge planets and then picking up information and passing through our energetic bodies as well, like actual our actual bodies um, as well, like our physical bodies that's passing through us and it's leaving that little bit of information. So like all of that is connected. Human design really is the science of differentiation. And so what that means is like, how is my energy different than yours? And that is because of the neutrino stream from the moment that you're born. So before your soul comes into this human body, 
it decides like what personality am I going to have and what design, what human design am I going to have to help me fulfill this human role that I'm going to take up in this next lifetime. So your soul chooses your birthday and chooses the part of the earth that you're going to be born on to specifically receive that neutrino stream filtered through the planets that exact way at that exact time so that you can have your personality crystal and your design crystal that uniquely make up you. Yes, exactly. And the the sun, since it produces so much of our neutrino stream really affects your personality crystal. And that's why like your sun sign, which is basically what most people know for astrology, like I'm a Scorpio or I'm a Gemini or whatever, that's your sun sign. And that's because that makes up a huge part of your personality and you're receiving 70% of the neutrinos from the sun when you're born. So a, a human design takes into account the neutrinos that you receive when you're born, but it also takes into account the neutrinos that you're receiving when your consciousness is formed 88 days approximately before you're born. So that's when your consciousness is formed in the womb and the neutrinos that you're receiving from the planets through your mother into you, that information that you're receiving then as well. So it's taking in account 88 days approximately before you're born. And then the moment that you're born and the moment that you're born really has a big part of your personality because of the sun directly affecting you at that moment. And that's something that is really fascinating about human design, the 88 days before, and then the day that you're born, because in your human design chart, you'll see these red lines, and then you'll see these black lines that connect your chakra system. And the red lines are from that 88 days before, and that is your subconscious. So it's really fascinating to be able to study and to know your subconscious personality and the way your subconscious works and also know your conscious personality and the way um, that that works. And to be able to combine those together, it's a really fascinating thing that um, human design is like one of the only things that can really offer you that. Yeah. And it's so powerful because it's, it's all things that you already know, but to have awareness and like tools on how, like that it's okay to do those things and that, you know, those things about yourself, like, yes, this is my personality. And yes, I know that I do that. But then to say like, huh, with the subconscious things, like I do do that. And I Mm -hmm. do like to do that, or I do affect people in this way. Like it's all things that you kind of knew, but it just happens effortlessly. It's subconscious for you. You didn't realize you were doing it. Right. Yeah. I've met so many people that, um, they have like these subconscious gifts, like energetic gifts that they didn't know. And it's like, you are here to really inspire people. And they're like, I am. Oh yeah. Like I actually knew that in the depth of my soul, but having conscious awareness of it, it just like, it totally uplifts everything within you to really like be able to honor who you are. Yes. 100%. So One other thing I did want to talk about in pulling how human design pulls all of these different modalities together is that with the neutrinos, neutrinos like were discovered by science and 
they're considered to be like the modern equivalent to ancient chi or prana because they're carrying tiny bits of information that create this energy field that's penetrating us at all times and that we're passing through at all times. So when the ancient cultures talked about chi or prana or like different spirituality practices that you're, you're, you know, kind of connecting to chi or to prana or to that life force energy that is like on the scientific side, the neutrinos. And that's, it just like completely connects the spirituality with the science. And it just like, to me, like that blows my mind, (laughs) but it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And it makes it, it just feels amazing for like ancient teachings and wisdom to be validated so strongly in the scientific community. So, human design, it's combining astrology, like we've talked about, and it also combines the I Ching. And that's like the outer ring of the mandala. So, when you look at your human design chart, if you look at the full expanded version where it shows your whole mandala, There's an outer ring of a bunch of different like lines and dashes, and that's the I Ching. And the I Ching is like a really ancient book that's kind of like the first teachings of of kind of how life works and <laughs> your energy, but it's really, um, kind of confusing. And it's, it's a lot of like analogies and pictures and all of these things. Um, so human design kind of really focuses it in on a more scientific level. Right. And, and they really focus on the hexagrams of the I Ching. So those are these little dashes and um, they make up a combination of yin and yang, these dashes that are in the I Ching book. And the yin have dashes with like separation in between. And then the yang are like full solid lines of the dashes. And they are within the book, but there are 64 of these different patterns that mix together the yin and yang dashes. And um, science has been able to show that those different patterns really, really resemble like different DNA strands and codings. And there's the 64 codons with six groups of amino acid in a DNA um, codon. And the I Ching has the same numbers, 64 hexagrams with the six lines instead of like the six amino acids. So it really, they mirror each other. It almost like when you look at the hexagram, it looks like a picture of like a DNA coding. And so those um, hexagrams are also on like the towards the outside ring of your human design chart. And those like correspond with like the different genetic gates that translate astrology into kind of like the human form. Yeah. So it's like your genetic energetic body, like how you have a genetic DNA code, you have a genetic I Ching code. And, and everything is made up of yin and yang, like with, with energy and with atoms, like you have the yin, the neutrons and the protons, and you have the yang, which is the pure energy and the electrons and the neutrons. So 
and an atoms made up of electrons, protons, and neutrons. So like everything to work and to have flow has to have this yin and yang. Like all, all teachings that we hear talk about how you have to have balance, but like scientifically you have to have balance. Like you have to have yin and yang to have anything to work. And then totally. for that to translate into as well, our DNA having to have yin and yang and our I Ching and energetic body having to have yin and yang to work. It's like everything's connected. Everything Mm -hmm. is, is all one thing. And, um, it's just like, so validating. We hear that all the time. Everything's connected, but like, it really is. (laughs) Right. And everything is a mirror of everything else, you know, in your internal world, like all the way down to the smallest DNA is a mirror and a fractal of the gigantic universe. Like it's the same proportions. It's the same makeup. It's the same yin and yang, like seen over and over again in a fractal pattern. Yes. Yes. I love that. So the next thing in human design is the chakra system. So that's, you know, the Hindu chakra system was initially focused on having seven centers and in ancient cultures and like, you know, a long time ago, like everybody was a seven centered being and had those seven chakra centers and human design says that a cosmic shift happened in 1781 and we went from being seven centered beings to nine centered beings and we developed two additional centers so the the seven centered beings that we were before were really focused on um sexuality and how to reproduce and how to survive and how to not j- die in childbirth and how to feed your family and how to just like live and they didn't live their lifespan was not nearly as long as ours was, um, as ours is, I should say. And so now that we're nine centered beings, our lifespan is around 84 years and that's connected to like Uranus and like all this stuff. But the nine centered beings that we are now are here to find communion through awareness of how we operate and what we want in life and what we want to do. So instead of being focused on how we're going to survive and how we're going to live and not die, we're focused on what do we want? What do we want to contribute? What do we want to have awareness of? How do we want to have awareness with our community and our friends? Who are we surrounding ourselves with? All of these different things, we've moved from like survival skills to like curating the life that we want to thrive. And that's really this big shift that we needed. And that's why human design has come in now, because now every single person on the planet is a nine centered being. Whereas if it came in back in 1781, you know, that's the majority of the planet then was seven centered beings. So now it's like really ready to be received. Right. And like, so the way that the new chakra system, well, that we've all had, you know, since basically the 1800, um, the two that are added are your splenic center and your heart center or ego center. So in the nine system chakra, you'll see right in the middle of your human design chart, you'll see the chakras that go up, up the body. They're like either squares or triangles. In the bottom, you have your root center, 
which really gives you the pressure to move and to do. And it's also the part of your body that kind of um, is in charge of trust or fear about living. And then you move up to your sacral, your sacral center chakra. And that is really like where you carry life force and the energy that it takes to be able to accomplish things and um, also the life force that comes out of you and animates you and goes into other people. And then you have your splenic center. So that's one of the newer ones that people might not be familiar with. And your splenic center is in charge of your intuition and your instincts and your survival here on earth. And then you go into your solar plexus, which we're all familiar with that um, from the old uh, seven-centered chakra system. But in human design, the solar plexus center is really your spirituality center and your emotional center and your connection to other people. And it's really has like an emphasis in human design because that's where we're all moving towards is like our ability to connect with each other and have emotional intelligence and that like strong connection to spirituality and the knowledge that we are these infinite spiritual beings having a human experience and not, you know, the other way around. And then the next one up is your heart center or your ego center. And that's really in charge of being able to make commitments and um, your willpower and being able to make commitments that you can stick to. And also your sense of self-worth and self-value, especially when it comes to being on this material plane. So as far as like money and power and all of those things. And then next up is your G-Center. Shana, you want to talk about G-Center? Yeah, um, your G-Center is kind of like your soul. Um, <laughs> but it's your, it's your self-identity. And it's kind of, it's the most fascinating to me because it's extremely powerful. But it's your, it's your self-identity. And it's where, it's basically like your source. It's your it's your magnetic monopole, which is really technical term um, <laughs> we can dive into <laughs> later, but it's the driver of your car. So like it's what propels your energy, your energetic body forward. And um, it's where you identify and it's where you just are like love and light and loving true source energy. So that's a conversation for a whole other podcast, but, <laughs> um, your G center is really, really, um, a special place of truth and life and love, but for just like simple purposes, it's your self identity and, and where you identify from, or like, I like to say it's your soul. Mm-hmm. And then, um, moving up to your throat center, Um, that's your third from the top chakra. And in human design, that's where you express yourself outwardly from all of your other chakra centers. So it's really like the place where everything inside of you culminates and comes outward to express yourself. And it's, you know, of course, it's how you communicate, but it's bigger than that. It's like the outward expression of everything that you are. And then moving up, you have your Anja center, which is in your third eye. And that's really where you're able to 
kind of understand mental ideas and translate them into like a human experience and a human personified idea. And then your very top is your um, head center, which is where you are collecting and receiving inspiration and kind of downloads from the universe. And um, it's also, you know, where you are receiving your, your inspiration, you know, from the entire universe that is then translated down to your Anja center to be made sense of and into a human form. So the, all of your centers, whether they are defined or open in your chart, meaning like if they're, they're colored in or they're just open and you only have a few gates illuminated on them, or if they're just completely wide open, they all hold that the capacity of all of the different things that Dana just like walked you through. There's wisdom to be had in, in whether it's illuminated for you or whether it's not like either way. Um, but the biggest part with human design and having these nine centers is that our bodies had to, like when we shifted from seven to nine, our bodies had to kind of reconfigure and reconfigure that energy field to make room for those two centers and allowed us to shift from being controlled by our mind and making decisions from our mind to now making decisions from our specific authority and what authority that you have is unique to your design. And that's because you now have nine centers and you're not relying on your mind to make decisions. Your mind is just a passenger to observe and have wisdom and just kind of discernment. But really now with those nine, we are driving our energetic body in a different way. So the last thing, or well, one of the last things that human design pulls in is the Kabbalah tree of life. And so that is all of those channels that connect all of your nine chakra systems throughout your chart. So if you're looking at your chart, it's all of those lines in between each and every center. And on your chart, you'll see that some are black and some are red and some are just completely clear. Um, And that's showing you how your inner energy is like, it's like your energetic circuitry through all of your, your operating systems. So how energy transfers to each center for you specifically is shown in that Kabbalah tree of life. Yeah. And all of those, um, different channels that are illuminated, they kind of can be looked at as just like energetic gifts for you that you just have. And then the ones that you have half of a channel, like half of the line is colored, but the other half is white or like left open, undefined. Uh, When you're physically with someone else um, who has the other half of that channel, you complete that channel for each other. And together, when you're with each other, you are able to have that energetic gift of that channel. And so uh, whenever you are with someone who completes a channel like that for you, there is this electromagnetic spark between you where you are just like, oh, when I'm around them, it feels good. Like I'm really attracted to them because uh, they're completing that channel for you and you're completing it for them. So that's a really cool thing that... um, I know. I love that. 
I know it's so cool. And so often when you have like a partner that you're in love with, you usually have a few channels that you complete for each other that create. Yeah. It's literally a spark. That spark that we all feel like it's like a scientific energetic thing that you can. Yeah. Like when you say like, I have chemistry, I just have, we have so much chemistry between us. It's like, literally you have an energetic spark that it's because you're in like different channels for you are um, connecting and creating that energetic exchange that you so desperately needed. Or you just, in, you love who you are when you're around them. Like if you find yourself saying that it's literally because they're completing different channels for you. Right. Yeah. It's a super cool thing. Mm, I love doing charts where you compare uh, two charts together, like a comparison chart and you see what your energetic body is collectively together. It's just so fascinating to see like what you complete for each other and what you don't and like what things are going to come easier to you as, as a team. Like you can do it with friends, you can do it with family and you can obviously do it with your partner. And it's crazy. Yeah. And I think, I think that's one of the most um, beautiful things that human design can support you in is knowing, okay, this is how I work. And these are my natural energetic things that I'm just naturally capable of, but also knowing, okay, this is how that person is different than me and what, what energetic capabilities they have and what places they're open or defined. And then knowing together what that means, because it's all about like, it's, it is the science of differentiation, but the way that we learn about that gives us the ability to work in harmony together. So, you know, knowing who you are and knowing who someone else is, you're celebrating the fact that you're different. And then you're celebrating the fact that you can work together and use your different abilities to create like a dream team. You know, it's all about working in harmony with everyone else. And and we naturally want to do that as humans. We want to be in community and we want to work together, but that has kind of caused this this feeling of homogenization where we think we all have to be the same in order to work in harmony. And that's like the opposite is true. You know, we all are totally different and that's what makes us work in harmony. So having awareness of who you are and yeah. who other people are and who you are together, um, it just helps you create teams and it helps you create harmony and it helps you, it frees you to be who you are. And if you need something outside of, you know, what you are, you can go find someone who can just naturally be who they are and fill that void that you might have, which is so cool. Yes. Oh. I love that. I love that. Just having awareness of other people is such a gift to them and to yourself. Like it's just alleviates all of this struggle. And I love talking about, you know, allowing yourself to be different and like really allowing differentiation, like human design, you know, makes you really see because I feel like in society, like my whole life, everything's told me like, everyone's different. Like everyone's unique. Everyone's so different. Um, like be yourself. And then when you get into life and relationships and you're just living, it's, that is not what society expects from you. They expect you to show up from nine to five and they expect you to not like to, to make decisions right away and to be a go-getter and to, you know, 
treat people how you want to be treated, which is true. Like you should treat people how you want to be treated, but you shouldn't expect people to act exactly like you do when making decisions. And when, um, like in your relationships, like I feel like all of society tells you be yourself and be different, but then all of actual life and like the conditioning that you receive from just living around other people is ex- people expecting you to be exactly like they are and work expecting you to be exactly like they are. Right. And it even happens in the spiritual community, you know, like people saying, just follow your intuition. Like right now, just follow your intuition right now. But it's like, well, maybe that's not how my intuition works. Maybe my intuition is happening right now, or maybe it takes like a little bit of time for me to find a neutral emotion before I can really hear my intuition. So, you know, it happens on accident um, all the time, but it's really amazing. good intentions. Yeah, totally good intentions. Like people are honestly just trying to help each other. And if something works for you, you're like, oh, I want to help other people do this exact same thing. And, you know, maybe it works for them or maybe it doesn't. And that happens a lot with diets too, right? Um, Yeah, totally. Do the keto diet. Like it's going to change your life. And that's because, yeah, like it, if it changed my life, like I want to tell people like this changed my life, like, but it might change someone else's life. Like the keto diet or any diet really is not one size fits all. It's not going to work for every single person. And it it was developed because it worked for one person and they, they found exactly what works for them. And it's great for people to like hear about it and try it out and see if it works, but then to pick and choose from it, what actually did work. Like it's really good intentions and with diet and spirituality and everything, but just now, like having this awareness of the fact that you're different and how you're different, you can say, oh yeah, this one little part of that does work for me. So like, for example, with intuition, like I know that I don't have a reliable intuition. Like sometimes it works for me and sometimes it doesn't. And I know that I need to just use my G center authority and just talk, talk, talk it out until I come around to clarity and what I should do. Whereas before I learned about human design, I just kept hearing like, you have to use your intuition. And I was like, well, like sometimes like, I don't even feel like I have an intuition. Like sometimes it's wrong. And like, sometimes I think like, I know that this is what is right. And then I do it. And I'm like, that is, that was completely wrong. Like it's like, I was so off. And then other times it's completely right. Like it's not reliable for me. So just like having this tool of human design, it just, it just in that aspect alone changed my life because now Mm -hmm. I don't have to feel this pressure to have an intuition so strongly. Whereas other people really do have it. And that's great. And if you, you can use human design to know if you do, and if it's reliable for you. Right. Totally. And the whole thing you guys with human design and astrology and I Ching and all of these things that we're talking about, we're not really telling you that you should believe it or that you should think it's true. You know, all we're saying is this is the information and you can experiment with it. You can feel it in your own body and see if it's true for you. You know, when you look at your chart, we ask, you know, we 
invite you to feel it all and to use your own internal knowledge and truth to say like, yes, this is true for me or not. And then, you know, human design, the great experiment of all of it is to try practicing living every day in your strategy and in your authority, you know, try it for a month, try it for three months and see for yourself, like, does it work for you? Does it feel right? Do you feel like this is something that is adding meaning and clarity to your life or not? Because for us, we've been trying it, we've been experimenting with it and it's added so much value and it's just validated these inner truths that we truly knew, but we were not sure that we could trust you know? And so being able to live this experiment yourself by living your strategy and living your authority, we invite you to just do it and to see how you feel about it and to see if it adds meaning to your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the best part, I think, because what have you got to lose? Right. I mean, you, it, whether you're extremely happy with your life or you're not like it, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just, it's just a fun thing that you can try. Like, let me just try to live by my strategy and authority today. Like, Oh, I have a decision to make. Let me try to talk it out or let me give myself time to get to a neutral place or let me decide right here in the moment. Um, let me trust myself more. Like all of these little things that you can just learn simply by learning your strategy and and authority, you can do literally right now and see if it works for you. And then maybe still try it again tomorrow and the next day or don't. But it's, at least for us, it's been extremely validating and fun to experiment with. And just like the most helpful thing that I've ever done in my life. Like that's why we're so excited about it because it's so helpful. It's so meaningful. It's been so transformational to just like really get the permission slip to be exactly who you are and to be exactly who you've always been, but that you weren't really sure if it was okay to be that. And it's like, of course, it's okay to be who you are. You're you for a reason. And your entire life purpose is to live as yourself. Your life purpose is to be you. We need everyone to be yourself. We need it desperately. Like, our world is going to thrive and things are just going to happen with ease and flow as the second that people can start honoring who they truly are and just living as they truly are and get out of their own way. Like, I feel like a lot of life is like forcing and like, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to just really struggle to make it to the top. But if you just get out of your own way and let yourself be who you are, and bring the gifts that you uniquely have to the world. Like truly, that's just, it's going to be just like the easiest, lightest, funnest thing that just flows out of you because you're here to do that. (laughs) We're super passionate about it. So passionate. We had to start a podcast and just talk about it because we love it. And you guys, if you don't have your human design chart, um, you can go onto my body graph com and you can upload your chart for free. You just need your birthday information, including your time and your place of birth. Um, or you can go to our website, daylunalife.com. 
com. Yeah. And you can book a reading with us live, um, or you can pre-order your printed chart, which comes in a box full of amazing high vibe tools that are personally selected to support you on your journey of self-discovery. Um, so if you don't have your chart, yeah, we are so excited. We've been collecting like the most high vibe beautiful, special tools that we've created ourselves and also collected and sourced from um, amazing sources that are, you know, like our Palo Santo that we collect is we did a lot of work to make sure that it was from a super sustainable and uh, responsible source. Um, And it's just all of the tools that come in our boxes are so special and high vibe. And we've included in our boxes little meditations and uh, intention setting rituals so that you can use these tools to really enhance your life and to practice daily, like the practice of being who you are and self-discovery. And it's just such an exciting thing. It is. I'm so grateful. All of our tools are from Mother Earth, like crystals and oils and things. And I'm just feeling on from this full moon, just so grateful for mother earth and so connected, um, and just grateful for all of the things that are in nature that are here to support us living our truth and living our highest possible version, the highest possible version of ourselves. And I'm just really, I'm really feeling grateful for that. Mm -hmm, Me too. And grateful for you know, this time that we live in where we can connect like this and share these ideas and share these tools from Mother Earth. And like, we're able to spread out and reach our community of soul family so easily now. And so I'm really grateful for that as well. Yeah. Boom. So if you guys have more inform- uh, more questions, I guess, on human design, there's so much more to learn. We didn't want to like give you every single thing um, about human design and how it works and all of the technical stuff because it's just, it's a lot of information and it's, it's really fascinating. Like it's freaking crazy and it all makes sense. And it's like gets into quantum mechanics and astronomy, like it really dives in there. And um, so if you have more questions like that, please feel free to reach out to us or you can get the human design book um, to like really dive in. And um, yeah, reach out to us via email, hello at daylunalife.com or on our Instagram, um, which is at dayluna. um, And you can just kind of continue the conversation that way. But we just wanted to give you a brief overview. And in future episodes, we're going to cover a lot of new things like the new paradigm and we'll do some readings and we'll talk about your open centers and what your not self-talk is and your authorities and strategies, all those different things. That way you really feel empowered to take control of your energetic body, your energetic car and um, drive it and thrive and love, love, love your life because it's actually one that you chose to create instead of just letting society create your life for you. Yes. I love that. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here with us today, you guys, and wherever you are listening to this, it's so awesome that we're connected and uh, yeah, reach out to us on our Instagram because we're really, it's our intention to create community and to share these ideas and to share our lives with each other. 
and the universe chose you to hear this podcast. So if you're listening, it's because you were meant to hear this today, right now, and you were divinely timed by the universe and all of the energetic forces around you have put you here listening right now. And we welcome you and we thank you. And we want to hear your voices too and connect with you and just really actually commune with you in this space. So reach out and thanks for being here.